chaos is everywhere. So let me just do the intro stuff. Hey everybody, welcome to Chaos Everywhere. I'm your host, John Gilchrist. And that guy over there, you might call him a freak on a leash, DJ Medley. <laughs> I am I am even though I love corn, I am not going to attempt to do the weird beatboxing screen thing. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's awesome and I'll have to show you. <laughs> I have a vague idea of what I'm talking about because I made the reference, but yeah, I'm definitely not as big a corn fan as I'm sure you might be, because it's more of your genre of music. That's also um, another other friends, so like I'll have to tell you more at right. some point. <laughs> well, for today, we're going to be watching something that predates all of that by quite a while. Uh, a live show of corn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching uh, Freaks from 1932, which is currently on HBO Max. I'm assuming it'll be there for a while, because through the Turner classic movies, and they don't really take stuff off that often from that list. Um, and it's, I'm not going to give a synopsis. We're going to watch it together, but if you've never seen it, it's a really good movie and it's just so cool. It's such a cool artifact, but let's just watch it and we'll talk about stuff about it and, uh, what I've learned about it and we'll go from there. So I'm at, I should be at zero and, um, are you at zero? All right. Then we're going to hit play. (laughs) <laughs> audio is low yep alright play in 3, 2, 1, play and we're going to wait a second for my thing to load okay I think we're good might be like a second below past where I said play but that's fine and there's the MGM logo and that's an actual line because that's how they had to do that back then I did hear somewhere recently that um, they never had to, like, that line was never killed or anything. They just had to occasionally sedate the lines they used for that logo. But it wasn't, like, as bad as other things were at this time period. For once. Yeah. So we're starting off with a guy telling a group of people about something. Yeah, I had a name. I forget what the name was called. He's kind of explaining things. Yeah. About how people live. So the title of the story or the title of the um movie is not like a like the derogatory thing necessarily it's literally a freak show this is all going to take place in the circus for the most part so like pt yeah right now this man's showing a um something in a cage that was once a beautiful woman to a group of people that seemed horrified to see her. And we're going to find out what happened to her. Peacock. There. 
What the children? So yeah, this is before, um, obviously way before any kind of CGI or anything. So these are all real circus performers. Like all the freaks are people that made their living in the sideshows and the circuses. And they got them to come and do this movie. So Hopefully they got compensated well. Yeah, they got paid for it. And some of them actually got a Hollywood career out of it for the most part. Um, in general, like we'll get into more about the movie as, as we go, but the movie was actually banned for a few years because it was said to be um, exploiting these, you know, people with deformities, which is fine, except for these people had no other way to make an income except for the freak show or stuff like this. Like this is how they made their living. They didn't feel exploited. This is what they could do to, you know, make money in society. So. Hmm. But it's, it basically boils down to a pretty specific love story. It's this, um, obviously, it's the uh, trapeze woman. And uh, I don't know what his name is, but the short guy there, he's in love with her. So even though I looked at these and thought, oh, they're children, they're not really children. Nope, they have a it's specific just... type of uh, dwarfism. I think he was in his, like, 20s when this movie was being made. Bobity bobity. Bit of a Dracula, Dracula looking cape. <laughs> so, when this movie was originally made, there was actually a 90 minute cut of the movie. And uh, the, the, when they premiered it or when they showed it to test audiences, the audiences had a bad reaction to it. I think because it had too much of the sideshow performers and they found it uncomfortable. And so the studio actually cut it down to the 60-minute version, which we're watching. And unfortunately, the 90-minute version doesn't exist anymore, which is one of the sad things about watching stuff that's this old, is you can come up with stuff like that. Because I would love to see what the 90-minute version was, but yeah, never going to. Isn't that kind mm-hmm. of ironic, though? Yeah. yeah there's always like a collector guy. Also, there's a title that no one really uses anymore. I think it's supposed to be like a French circus. I'm not positive. Oh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Is it bad that my first thought when seeing like that little like the women running around, I'm like, oh no, it's it's Diag- my Diogenes, the crazy wine <laughs> god thing, with like oh, the crazy um, milk orgies and everything. Yeah, what's his name? Dionysus. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's bad, but it is an interesting perspective to have on it. 
Wait, what's the same as stealing? Sorry, a little technology stuff. Yeah. But basically, it's just these people reacting, telling these other people they have deformities if they're monsters. (laughs) That's what we're getting at. And it wasn't just like the movie. When they made the movie, the the performers, who I'll I'll just call freaks because like that's what they would have been called back then because they were sideshow freaks. Um, they weren't allowed to stay on the lot. They had to stay on a special tent built for them. So like lepers. But, yeah, like they were like they made the people working on the actual movie lot upset with their presence. So they had to stay in a special tent. Which, honestly, I don't think you could be surprised knowing about how bad some things were in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So. Did the director get, like, horribly criticized? I think so. Like like I said, the movie itself was banned for years because it was supposed to be exploitative. But, um, yeah. I... But no, it's just I stumbled across that. I don't remember how I found it. Be honest with you, I don't think it was through The Simpsons. I found it some other way, and uh, I was like, "Oh, wow, this is actually a really good movie." And it's a movie about, well, we'll see. But partially, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, I feel like that's exactly where a seal likes to live inside a chicken coop. So one of the performers is a um, person that on one half of their body looks like a woman, the other half's a man. And so one of the other people just said, I think she likes you, but he doesn't. <laughs> they don't address like if they actually have like two different personalities or how that works like neurologically, right? This is too simple no, for that. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's a very simplistic movie. It's very much um, just on the surface. So yeah, no, we're not going to get any deep dives into character development. They're just, they are who they are. Oh, Opa D. A lot of sexual tension going on here. She like taking her stuff as they break up because that's what it feels like. <laughs> 
This is my plant, but it's my house. No, nope, my plant. This is my bowl of onions. And technically, this is more of a wagon than a house. That, well, you know, context. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember, because apparently, like, the one of the main characters, I don't know if it's these two or not, but one of the romantic couples are actually brothers, brother and sister. It might be the little man and the little woman. That would actually make sense. Sister. But they play like husband and wife, or they play like, mm-hmm. you know, romantic couple, but th- obviously doesn't translate as well, because it's like, ew. <laughs> Is that like an exercising thing? I don't know. What would be exercising thing for the 30s? It looks like, you know, those like the, like you could put it in your hand and squeeze on it. Yeah. Well, in the parody the Simpsons do of the movie, Homer plays the strong man and he says, I'm in the best shape anyone is for 1930. <laughs> hmm. Pretty progressive for its time. Yeah. Covering a lot of stuff very quickly. Well, this is also a pre-code movie, which means you, you think of movies as being very, um, from back then, very tame. And, uh, well, I mean, by our standards, they were even at this point. But there's a weird period when movies start up until I think it's like the 40s or maybe even the 50s, where there weren't the, the, the strict codes that make it what you think is an old movie. So you can see some really risque stuff and some really progressive stuff um, before the code and then after the code it gets weird till like the 80s basically or 70s. Cockeyed sore. That's a new one. Sure, it's old, but like I ain't ever heard that before. Everything old is new again. Give yourself a tumble. <laughs> there's a there's a thing from the time frame. I can insult <laughs> men, I can insult women, but don't you feel sorry for your Ain't no talking about suicidal depression stuff? Nope, no way, no how. <laughs> depression? What's that? Shell shock? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, maybe they've changed it by then. Yeah, I wonder. Like the the cringe of the world would be would 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 do with this movie now. Well, first of all, you wouldn't actually hire people with these deformities. You put makeup on people to make them look like they have the deformities. In fact, they did that. And I never, I don't watch the show, but American Horror Story has a whole season that takes place in the circus. Mm-hmm. And they didn't hire real people with the deformities. They like did makeup on actors. Well, yeah, because that goes back to like, again, not politically correct, but one of the uh, best lessons of Tropic Thunder is you don't go full retard. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, you just said that on the podcast. Oh, well, hmm. well, it's the same thing, too, where people had problems with, like, uh, Johnny Depp, who wasn't a Native American, playing, you know, Tom right. No, I think that, like... <laughs> Getting familiar with you. I just, like, I love old-timey terms. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what that meant then. You know how, like, you can, there's, like, generators where you can take old-timey stuff and make it new or vice versa? Uh-huh. That's some of my favorite. Like, you can find, like, hip-hop songs and stuff like that and then, be like, try to, like, retranslate it to, like, 1940s. And it's like, ooh-wee. <laughs> Is that the giant guy still? Yeah. So, so far, his character's pretty tooly. Yeah. I'm a big man. I like women. This is, this is a few years before the Me Too movement. So, like, it's still a problem, though. So, so yeah, this is. The tiny yeah, guy likes her and the giant guy likes her? Yeah. That fits. So yeah, the, the if you can tell, the acrobat seems to be a little bit more genuine about her like for the strong man. Well, yeah, she invited her him into his, her, uh, you know, thing at night where the little man she wanted money from. Right. Which just because the movie's not that long, that's basically the plot of the movie. Is like. These two plot to get the uh, the little guy's money. That was pretty uh, not PG. How do you like them? <laughs> she really like without referencing her breasts. She was just like, "Here they are." <laughs> no. Oh, and that. Sorry, go ahead. No, I know. I just was, I was just reacting to the scene. I was going to say that that's important from what we heard at the very beginning. Is the rule is you hurt one of them, you hurt them all. Uh, yep. Just That's just the funniest thing ever, punching out that woman. Or man. I mean, maybe he punched the man part, but even so, I don't think it's okay. Maybe why she that's why she thinks it's funny. Yeah. I love that their names are the most German kind of thing that you could pick. Right. I mean, if I were running a circus back then, I would definitely name them Hansel and Gretel. I mean, what, what other names would you give them? <laughs> oh, they can make any kind of couple bickering great. We're pretty bad at the show. Don't tell me how to do my job, but that's how we make money. Eh, well... Don't tell me what to do. I'll make my own mistakes. Ooh, free chin. <laughs> Five lumps. What? That's crazy.
So are they just still kind of hanging out, or is it implied that they did something yet? I don't think they did something. I don't know if they're going to imply it. I would assume they have. Because, like, it's after... He's, he's, like, yeah, he's pretty relaxed. Yeah. Like, I feel it's as implied as you would expect from a 1930s movie, basically. That guy's just like, what, what do you want me to do? Oh, yeah, they're eating the fruit the little guy sent to her, I think. Ah, uh, yes. There's a good uh, indicator of stuff. Yeah, obviously they're mocking him. I'm sure this is all going to work out fine for them, and in no way is this going to be a problem later on for these two. Foreshadowing? (laughs) I feel like the opening of the movie foreshadowed a little bit for you. What? No. That was just a good, like, little intro into, ah, let me tell you a story. Why are we always going to tell you, well, this lady here, oh, you have questions, don't you? (laughs) Fun translation fact. Danka can mean thank you, you're welcome, and please, in the right context. Oh. I didn't actually know that about Danka. That explains, though, when I've heard people use it in the context, I was like, wait, that doesn't seem like we mean thank you there. Yep, there's a point that you can literally say, like, Danka, and then the other person can respond with Danka. Yeah, pretty progressive for its time, even. Although they're not really covering, you know, the main issue, which is actually kind of the cool storytelling, is they're trying to make it as, like, normal of a story. Right. They're not making it about them, you know, like the freaks. Right. And, like, I'm pretty lost in, like, not lost in a bad way, lost in a good way of, like, yeah, just normal storytelling about people with problems and women not being treated right and people being manipulative because they need money and sex. Which is, it's amazing that, like, the movie got banned for exploitation when the movie's whole message is these are just people that should be treated like people. Yeah, Yeah, but it's the visual. Yeah. Like, we're used to this. We've seen this before. They probably hadn't. It was, like, taboo for its time. That's fair, unless you actually went to the circus, which a lot of people did back then. Plus, it goes back to, like, why would I put money towards this? Because, like, that goes back to, like, early principles of, right, like, if people watched this movie, they put money towards it, which means they supported the film. Right. Which that's not as days, like, as if there's a movie that's about a controversial thing, just because you watched it doesn't mean you're interested or monetarily involved. Whereas right. back then, people thought, you know, more intentionally, if I only have $5 and I spend 250 to see this movie about you know, people with physical deformities, I don't want to say that, you know, I am also part of the entertainment. Right. I also want to point out just as an example of like how the code thing worked by the 50s, there's no way you would have seen that much of that woman's shoulder or her saying the same, uh, like, oh, I like to be rubbed. Uh, like, rubbers from Germany? Yeah. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's very, like, like that's why I think, like, even just the context, like, this is, for its time, the storytelling and the verbiage and the choices, like, too, 
post for that time frame. Like, I think it was just too shocking. Right. Man, she's not dumb. You must have really strong arms. Most people that have that have to. Yeah, I would imagine. I'm just I'm just thinking about like, man, I, my arms are really strong because I have to. I use my arms to lift myself much, but I can't, but they're not my main source of locomotion. <laughs> Froso. I feel like that name is a reference to something. I feel like we're working on the clowns gimmick. Yeah, but like I think it's another reference to another clown or a name. My my Latin etymology stuff is tingling. No. It's PHR, so Ah yes, physical comedy. Gossip. Oh, the baby, the bearded lady had her baby. That's nice. It also makes sense that the giant lady is referred, no, not the giant lady. The lady that has, you know, is the most voluptuous is the one named Venus. Fair. Aphrodite, god of love stuff. It's going to have a beard. I want to know what he has. Give yeah, him all I... cigarettes? I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's just showing, though, that the quote-unquote normal circus performers are just mean to the you know, sideshow people for no apparent reason. Ooh, there's the progression. I just for, I forgot about this from earlier. He's married to one of the two sisters that are conjoined, but the other one's trying to date. <laughs> That's definitely problematic. I actually just listened to a podcast about the two twins that came, were the reason for the term Siamese twins because they were born in Siam, like back in like eighteen sixties. Mm-hmm. And they married a pair of sisters, and they had two houses like a mile apart, and would spend three days at one, three days at the other, with one wife or the other. It just—it's fascinating what, like, how they just chose to live their lives. Well, I mean, that kind of sounds like some arranged marriages are kind of like that when they have multiple wives. Yeah. It's like they literally rotate like by day, and they have different houses. And they had a lot of kids, and well, that would make you think it must be awkward to be sitting there while your brother's, you know, with his wife. I feel like you'd have to get over that. Yeah, eventually you would. 
How I is mean, that? How is that dude alive? Especially, well, especially for 1932. Like, how did he survive the birthing process to get to that point? Uh, sad mm-hmm. thing says he probably was born with some of things and lost some things. Mm-hmm. That is incredible, though. You know, it goes yeah. back to like the human will to live. Is he lighting a joint? Joint? No, I think it's supposed to be a cigar. I but mean, yeah, like, I think that's it was pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh... There's no way. You know, I was like, that's way too not 1930s. Yeah, I feel like that was just a cool way to show, like, that must have been something he would have done in the sideshow, is, like, showing how he figured out how to light a cigar for himself. Yeah, no, specifically, because I remember seeing the American Horror Story commercials, and one of the actors was um, made up to look like one of these uh, girls here. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the name of this disorder is. Um, but yeah, whatever it is, they like put makeup on so they had like, the bigger ears and you know, smaller head, kind of. She was impressed with him for a minute, and then it was like, "Oh, you're uh, making the family divide." <laughs> yeah, like, like I will say, like the thing that astounds me the most, which is actually really good, is the most that that they're not trying to make it about them being different, right? Like you, you like almost forget, minus like a few obvious things here and there. Right. Like the conjoined women, I I, I, I I can't not see two, but just picture John Legend's song, Ordinary People. Thing. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Poor little German dude. He... <laughs> In, in the theme of this movie, he's really not the one you should feel sorry for by the end. <clears throat> I mean, but like, it's a collective tragic trope. Yeah. I think it's actually really fascinating that somebody in 1932 had the thought to even make this movie. Like, it's it's a very good idea for a story. It's like, because it's very relatable as someone that was kind of an outcast through part of my life, like being related to just, you know, being mocked or made fun of behind your back. But yeah, it's not glamorized at all. Like, it's just, they have, they like, you know, they're like vice stories. Like, what's it like within a circus? And they're like, let's make it about why they're in the circus. And like, this is literally just like, these are just people. Yep. And they all have, I mean, like, everyone has the same problems. I do forget, though. Is this the clown guy? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, he was working on his um, his, like getting bonked on the head and you know going into his shirt earlier. Now he's working on a bathtub gag. <laughs> the pants, like that, was a definitely thing of its time where it's like, hey, let's put our belt buckler above our, our belly button because that's comfortable. The romance. Again, Venus. So if I remember correctly, she's because they honestly the the um, quote unquote normal women kind of look the same to me, but I think she's the one that was dating the strong man, but then left him, and is now obviously kind of getting involved with the clown. <laughs> well, that's the way this movie moves. Though it's confusing because like I, it didn't seem like she's in a relationship. It just sounds like she's just kind of like one guy tonight, another guy tomorrow. Because, like, they've all kind of said, like, oh, yeah, you're pretty. And she's like, if I'm interested in you, I'll be like, oh, I'll respond. If I'm not interested in you, I'll be like, mm, I can't use you. Right. Okay, it's weird that, like, if they could show that she can feel that. Yeah, that was weird. So yeah, we just watched one of the um, the one that's married, one of the uh, conjoined twins getting kissed. That's what we're talking about. She could feel it. Her sister was acting like, "Oh, hey." Uh oh. Well, maybe they did bang. He looks pretty happy. That's definitely not a PG joke. Why, Roscoe and Rogers, come on. Don't do that to me. Can't figure out his stutter. What letters he can and can't do. Uh, it's not. It's not the traditional S's and L's, or T's. I wonder if he doesn't have a stutter at all. You just you put it on for the show or for the movie. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah, I'm like now I'm like 99% sure it's these two are brother and sister, which is why they're supposed to be romantically linked, but it's kind of um, underplayed because again, mm-hmm. gross. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely it was 1930s, but it wasn't 1930s. It's incest, right? No, Pond's got a bad for what's her name? Which I can't remember the uh, starts with a V. Is it? I don't remember. The trapeze artist that everyone likes is the Venus isn't the trapeze artist. What's her? They just said it like five seconds ago. I fucking forgot it. (laughs) That's one thing. Is right now, I think because it's so short, like it's hard. They don't do well. They can't, but like character development, like I'm, I'm. Losing names a little bit, and also because yeah. 
black and white stuff, I can't distinctly and like, wait, the big guy and the clown aren't drastically different, except, you know, obviously one's right. a little bigger. Right, because there's, well, for me, it's the the one clown that's working on the bathtub and the one guy that's got the stutter that's married to the... Um, well, the guy that's got the stutter is, like, balding with curly hair, so I see I have that visual. Yeah. Oh, this is important dialogue. Yeah, Frida's basically saying, uh, don't be a fool, Hans. She doesn't really love you. Please be with me. So on and so forth. Oh, no, is he doing, like, the sorry, hun, but I'm going to go run with, away with her? And she's like, she just wants your money, and he's like, "You're stupid." I don't know if they go through all of that, but pretty much, yeah, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to get out of it. Yeah, I really wish the 90-minute version still existed because I would love to see, like, does the longer version get more into the characters? Does it just show you more of the like the, the performers, like? And that's why it was cut down. I'm or maybe really maybe a performance, because they really haven't showed any performance. That's true. Which Apparently I think the other movie... thing that helps this movie, though, is like they're not glamorizing or showing like, look, this is what they do. This is just right. this is their lives when they're not working. Yeah. I mean, well, just as like, because I like to give the stuff about this movie. This movie was uh, made for about three hundred and ten thousand dollars, and it made about three hundred and forty. And I honestly don't know for nineteen thirty-two if that's a success or not. I want to say yes because, like, think about like you know the amount is a little, but it's not because it's a lot. So even mm-hmm. that small, like. $30,000 difference would be pretty significant, actually. Right? Right. That fits logically, yeah. maybe. That's what I That's what I assumed, but I honestly just don't know. But yeah, that's something I lose in movies all the time now. It's like, oh, this movie cost you know, this many billion to make. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> right. I don't think any movies actually gone over a billion to make yet, but they have made billions back, which is fucking ridiculous. Oh, she's calling her out. So far, she's one of my favorite characters. Then, yeah. Listen, listen. I don't want you to hurt my dude because he seems like a, a guy who's stupid, but I know he's stupid. No, Frida's definitely like the the most likable, you know, character and the and the smartest character in the whole movie so far. Well, here we go. She's the most. This also fits the one with like the least amount of differences. The one is that going to like reference it and take advantage of it the most. Right. And then meanwhile, the dude that like has to light a cigarette with his mouth is like, we're just like everybody else. <laughs> I put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was something from the 80s that like apparently was supposed to be like a thing to unify people. And I still don't understand it. Esperanto? No. Plus I laughed <laughs> because clearly that guy has no need for pants. Fair. So, analogy did not work for him. So she's stuck on 
ruining somebody's life. Yeah. No, basically Frida's figured it all out. She's like, listen, he's got the money. Don't do this. Don't ruin his life. Yeah, I'm obsessed with glamour and glam. I need more money, 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 money. Because even too, she was talking when she was talking to the big dude. She's talking about selling the necklace. That's interesting. So the straw man just came out and said this the little dude the calls him an ape because he's an asshole. But he said he's worth billions. I don't think there's anybody alive in nineteen thirty two that's worth billions. I'm sorry, he literally <laughs> said the bit word B word. I don't know if he said it or if it was just the closed caption, but the closed caption definitely said billions. The maybe, B. There's a trans- maybe there's a translation. That maybe would be weird. Or maybe whoever's closed caption this movie typed in billions when it meant to type in millions. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, just it was a weird like anachronism because I like I said, I don't think anybody had billions in nineteen thirty two. Uh, what uh, country? No, maybe. Maybe some countries. But that would be it, like individuals, I doubt it. Up here's the wedding feast. Wow, they do fit a lot. Like I was like, how far are we in the movie? Like we're just over halfway. Yeah, I, for, oh, I thought when you said this was an hour, I'm like, oh, this has got to be close to being over. I'm like, nope, it's not. No, like the movie, Uh-oh. the story progresses pretty good. It's just deception. Yeah, but it's just like, what? What was the extra thirty minutes? I wonder what else was in there. She gonna kill everybody? That's really bold. Yeah, she, well, she just married him. That's the whole point. Like, this is the marriage feast. Yeah, but is she gonna kill everybody? Because like it's a bottle of champagne. Like, um, <laughs> like that guy's small. He can't take the whole bottle of champagne by himself. Generally, they've all got their own bottles. <laughs> okay, so this is like the thing that would make sense. Is the only time that they're showing performances when they're all drunk and happy at it, like a they're right. celebrating. So one of the things, like this is an anachronism that somebody pointed out while I was looking up stuff for this movie. Um, when you see this opening scene, you see the twins playing um, saxophones, but the only musical instrument you'll hear if you listen to it is a harmonica. <laughs> so it's just a weird little, I don't know, weird thing that they did, I guess. And this scene, by the way, is also probably the most famous scene from the movie, is the wedding feast for... Um, well, you'll see in a minute. Cleo, that's what they call her, because she's Cleopatra. Mm. That was going to bug me. Thank God they said her name again. More foreshadowing. Frida is oh. not happy about this. <laughs> well, like, Cleopatra was a powerful woman that like basically just like got rid of dudes, right? Like, right. So she's doing the same. Yeah, Cleopatra's drunk and she just kissed the strong man in front of everybody. And she's like, I fucking told you. But you wouldn't believe me. I think she just called him a monster. Well, green eyed, so. Yeah. <laughs> I love that the one girl. Like doesn't she obviously doesn't know what's going on, but it really adds to the scene that she's just laughing along with Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, see that mistranslation there? Or did she actually make that joke? What did she say? I missed it. They put the is wipe with a P, not wife with an F. She could also be drunk. Could be. Oh, yeah, I think this is the famous scene here. Oh, God, one of us, one of us. Yeah, so even if you've never seen this movie before, you may have heard Google Gobble, Google Gobble, one of us, one of us. That's from obviously from this. What? No. That's this this is not a unique thing, apparently. What do you mean? No, I was making a terrible, terrible okay. joke. And now she's distrusting. Well yeah. Don't want to be one of them. Well, isn't she concerned? Like, is this the champagne that I poisoned? Did I just kill no. everybody? Oh, she doesn't yeah. want to be one of them. That's why she's yeah. upset. Duh. I think it's just her prejudice. Yeah, it's just this is her showing her prejudice. Is she going to, like, slap that dude? By the way, freaks or no freaks, I don't want to drink out of a cup everybody else drank out of. I just don't fucking want to do it. I understand you don't, but like that's college, bro. King's Cup <laughs> is literally. I think my phone was dying. Yeah, like your audio started to really screw up. So I'm, I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna erase like a couple minutes there that got weird, and then we're gonna go back a little bit just so that we can recover what we were in the middle of. Do I sound okay so, now? Yeah, you're good now. So I think we should be good. But I'm at forty-two forty-one. So want to match the want to be I, like I said, so we could uh, you know recover what we were watching damn it <laughs> I can get to 44 <laughs> I can get to 37 yeah. might just have to go back and play it and we'll um, we'll just well, let me know hold on yeah. I think I can do math here <laughs> Okay, I'm at 42.35, so I should just be able to... You said 42.41? Yep. I got to 42.44. All right, one second. Nope, hold on. I'm stubborn. I can do this. (laughs) Well, now I'm at 42.45, so just just be good before you were out. All right. Oh, technology is fun. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I can know. Uh, I'm at 4240. Okay. Well, one second. Blah, 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 blah. Three, four, five. Okay. Good. So 4245, if you want to just finish up the movie with us, um, I'm assuming you plugged in your phone, so we should be good now. Yep. And um, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Oh, she's really, really upset. Something yeah. is happening. I think it's the combination of the being drunk and what's happened, like what the the ceremony that's going on here. When well, we talked about before, is she, she doesn't want to be them, so right. And when you're drunk, you can't really hide your prejudice the same way. You speak like you know. <laughs> I've seen it in other people. 
That's one of the worst ways. Google gobble. Google gobble. Yep, Google gobble, Google gobble. One of us, one of us. Here comes... Dirty Slime <gasps> Freaks. They said the name of the name in the movie. That's oh. actually... That might be part of the reason it's called Freaks is because that's the first time that's actually said. I don't think anyone else calls them Freaks up until this moment. I think she's used it once before. Maybe. Oh, no, I think the uh, not narrator guy. I think when they originally are introducing the story before the story. Ah, that makes sense. <laughs> He's a maybe. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Christmas. I mean, at least you found out early in the marriage. That guy should leave. Yeah. You're too drunk, man, and you're at a wedding. Doesn't end well. It's probably the only writing he'll ever do with her. <laughs> I also love how they're doubling down on their <laughs> I had to say it. Yes, yes, you did. Oh, there's a musical instrument. I think it was the same thing. He picked up one of their saxophones. Which, by the way, if I hadn't read that that was a saxophone, I wouldn't have called it a saxophone, but I guess it's a different type of saxophone than the one that I think of when I think of saxophone. I would just say a reed instrument, because that wouldn't yeah. be wrong. <laughs> well, according to the internet, that's a saxophone of some type. Is he drunk, too? At least she's saying something that's true now. Yeah, that guy's really good at making you not like him. Yeah. Good acting skills. Or maybe he's actually just a jerk. Hans is a pretty good actor. Actually, both Hans and Frieda are good actors. Especially because I know that they don't actually speak English as their first language. So well, that's that always a shock. Yeah. delirious we talked about madness earlier today here we go divorce court time to die and he just passed out oh yeah because he drank the poison I forgot <laughs> remember the poison that killed Cusco that poison Cusco's poison oh right the poison especially made for Cusco Poison. It is miraculous that only he apparently took that poison. That that well, setup was just like, woof, that's way too risky. They also had a bunch of champagne bottles around there, so it wasn't like anybody everybody else had to drink out of the same bottle. 
I don't think you've been drinking. You've been around enough drinking people before. Probably not. No. Unless hers was not alcohol. But what we've also been seeing is that all the uh, different uh, freaks have been watching her and seen all that she's done with Hans. <laughs> what caused what? it? He's like right out of the way. Poison. That woman looks familiar. Oh, yeah, I gotta save your life with mustard water. Mm hmm. <laughs> Old timey. Apparently, mustard water is what you take when you get poisoned. That'll save your life, everybody. That's hey, why you come news. to learn. It's a nugget of health right there. I don't know what the fuck mustard water is, but you'll figure it out quick if you're poisoned. That guy looks like an actual actor. Yeah. Hercules seems oddly um, upset about the pro about the attempted murder. Here comes Venus to be like, hey. Was she in on it? The coppers. No, she wasn't in on it. She was just accusing him, basically. I think she's telling him to get out of town if I had to um, put a stamp on it. Those guys seem far less like happy-go-lucky right now. No, I think I've like, because we watched this one time, I don't think I put the complete differences between Cleo and Venus. Yeah. Well, that, to put it in, in terms, Venus is the good one. Cleo is the <laughs> bad one. Cleopatra, I think, is taller than Venus is. That's how you can tell them apart, really. Although, yeah. for somebody watching a movie in 1932, they're probably, what the fuck are you talking about? They could be more different. <laughs> Just our modern eyes are like, what? What's happening? Where's the color? Wait, it's been a week? Hmm. Is medicine more poison? Probably. 
I love how poison's always like in a little vial or like hidden in like a hip pocket or something. Right. Well, you gotta keep that on, you know, otherwise people will find out you're poisoning him. Which, by the way, it shouldn't take more than a week to repoison him. He's like this <laughs> tall. Yeah, I don't know. There's some logic points there. We finally go back to our bread and butter. I mean, we the didn't... movie itself isn't our normal, like, bad movie for the sake of bad movie. But That's true. There are some logical fallacies here. This is a pretty good movie for its time, though. Like, it's then... definitely one of the ones where ah, it's, it's it 1933, but not... Oh. I, I, I should have known that because I know what the climax of the movie is. That makes sense. But you guys don't know what that is yet, so I understand is there, why. Is you there like a that. you know you don't mess with the the circus brigade kind I of a message? I have, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's she not obvious. Two people. Oh, did it drop out of her skirt? No, I think they're just letting her know that they, they're watching her. No, I think like she had to readjust the poison. Oh. Uh, or she thought it was going to fall out. Paranoid. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I meant to look it up, and I want like I looked up a bunch of stuff, but I didn't get as far as like his actual career. But I'm like 90 percent sure Hans is was like a world famous performer because he's a very rare type of dwarfism. So like he went everywhere. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like, did also she think that, like, he would, even though he died, quote-unquote, that he would just forget that whole mini rant that she went on? Apparently, apparently she thought she could outsmart him. Yeah, I would say out of all of the movie, because it is listed as a horror movie, I would say this is, we're getting to the sequence that actually makes it a horror movie. Gonna like draw and quarter her. I, there's no way for me to describe what's gonna happen except for to what have you watched the ending because the, the ending is just ugh. yeah. Does everyone participate? Because that would be cool. Yeah. Well, it's also the 1930s, so again, we're gonna get to use our imagination. But when they show you the end product, it's hard for me to describe what they did to her. But like you know, to get all the kids involved, that would that would make it more horror like, right? Hmm. 
So the clown guy's not a bad guy either. No. But Most I forget, the... he was he the one Venus? No. I, that's the... He kissed her? So I think, okay, so I think this is the, the setup. I think Venus was with Hercules at the beginning of the movie. That's who we saw move out of his trailer. Okay, gotcha. And, and then Cleo and Hercules get together to steal Hans' money. The whole That's why I'm confused. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's the part that we missed early on. But I'm like now, I'm very positive that's what we were supposed to have seen. That that fits a lot. What <laughs> little black on? She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Switchblade, oh, yeah. I mean, how else do you eat your apple? I mean, he just looks like a little gangster. Like, that setup was, like, perfect of just, like, the, oh, yeah. Oh, half-man's got a full derringer. Hey, guys. I Cleaning mean, it off. It's, it's cool that you guys want to clean your weapons. Could you just not, like, point them at me? Bottle. He wants to get drunk, duh. Also, like, how easy, hard is it to get a bottle of poison these days? In this time, it wasn't yeah, hard at all. <laughs> but, like, now? Like, well, yeah, I now, would like your finest poison, please. No, it would depend. At this time, no, you go to, like, the local drugstore, say I have rats, and they'll give you enough arsenic to kill five Hanses. <laughs> yep, and now I... Don't know if it's Her- Hercules himself. I think it's Hercules himself that was going to kill Venus because she knows about the poisoning and the clown stopping him. Oh, Actually, okay. pretty, pretty cool action set piece, really. Yeah. Because there's no, like, there's no, again, they just had to do this shit. They just had to, like, overturn a wagon in the middle of a storm or yeah, like, rain. I, I, would, I would hesitate to say that they did that in one take. Yeah. Oh boy, how are you gonna out strengthen a strength man? Oh, is this like a Tarantino movie where everybody dies at the end? Nope. That guy was really good throwing his switchblade. I mean, if he has it. He's got to know how to use it. It's not like now. Well, I think he has more than one. Of course. You never just have one switchblade. You never have one knife back in the olden times. Yeah. Also, props to HBO Max because, like, even for this, this is a very high-quality shooting film for the 30s. Right. Yeah, no, the, I would give... The Did they, like, re... Whatchamacallit? Remaster it or anything? I think so. I think it's been remastered because it is considered now a classic. Hmm. So I would assume so because, like you said, this is on the Turner Classic Movies, but HBO has all their stuff, so... That's... Actually, that's one of my favorite parts is the guy with no limbs... 
crawling through the mud with a knife in his mouth. That would scare me. Yeah, yeah no, I feel like this, this, this last scene really does equal out to horror because this is very disturbing. And so now we flash back to the guy from the beginning. He says, how she got that way, we'll never know. Okay, referring to the code. But it was the code of the freaks. Wait, so do we not know if she has legs? I don't think she's supposed to have legs. And she's all, she's more of a bird person now. And of course, Hans got his fortune, so he's very rich. It is interesting because this this last scene really doesn't look as good as the others, and I don't know why, but it's like that the last time I saw it, too. Maybe this goes back to your whole 90 minutes thing. Maybe. Oh, so he feels bad for what happened to Cleo. They're just trying to reunite the lovebirds. So yeah, moral of the story, do not antagonize the freaks. <laughs> Don't fuck with X. Just put it in the blank. <laughs> so yeah, now that you've sat down and watched that movie, maybe the oldest movie we'll ever do, what did you think of it? Uh, I've seen Fly Me to... No, I've seen the... I've seen the movie with the moon landing, which I'm pretty sure is like one of the oldest films like ever made. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so haha but it was a very good movie like i was saying before like the thing it did a very good job of capturing like not only my attention but like it goes back to like it was a very good portrayal of like these are just regular people that have problems that everybody can relate to like they didn't really make it about the differences until the main conflict character who you know basically was selfish and thought herself very different from the rest of them so it was like a climactic, they had to make that help to make that a climactic point of, you know, these are just everyday people making right. their lives, trying to be, you know, trying to live their lives for that time. They didn't, that was a thing too. Like, I feel like now modern times would focus more on like, you know, the, the, the ill treatment or like, you know, the people profiting off of them versus that, where like they didn't yeah. mention it was all about their story they didn't do the uppers or anything like that the only thing that they did was you know to include the uppers was like the new sideshow at the end which is the whole telling of the story right yeah no and like the fact the movie got banned for exploitation when the whole idea of the movie is the exact opposite of that 
And the only re way you would call this exploitation is the fact that these people were had these deformities and were put on, put in a movie. And like, but that's just treating them differently anyway. That's, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's doing the exact thing you're accusing the movie of doing just because it makes you uncomfortable to see these people just being who they were, basically. Right. Like, we don't know the context of, like, did the actors feel that way? Like, like did yeah. they feel forced into it? Were they actually comfortable? And that's the thing. Like, if it goes back to, like, the whole authenticity thing. Like, if they actually wanted to do it. Right. I will, like I said, I can't speak for 100%, but I do know from stuff I've studied is that in the time period of this movie and before, if you were born with a deformity like that, not only did you, like, most of the time the circus was your outlet, you usually liked to be in the circus because no one treated you as badly as they did in the outside world, and you made actual money and got to travel. So there was probably exploitation as there is in everything, mm -hmm. but for the most part, that they wanted to do that and to deny them that just because it makes you uncomfortable is not giving them their full autonomy. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sure there are stories out there of exploitation and I'm sure it happened. I'm just saying that the most part, I bet you, especially for that time period, most of those people wanted to be there because that was the best life they could hope for just based on the world that they were born into. So. Plus that goes back to like, I've had conversations with like, you know, how I think it was actually on like um, one of the podcast things broke it down where like, like we see the offensive, this is offensive now because, you know, we, we have all these different references, like for its time, it was very controversial. Like it was a huge risk in a sense of like that director to do something like that mm -hmm. um, to try to, in, 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 a, in a very chintzy way to give people that kind of a chance, like in, in a sense, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, and like, that's it kind of was like a pioneer of, like, you know, not, uh, what's the, like, not ableism, but kind of, of, yeah, is like, you know, treating people n not, not differently based on a physical, um, limitation or, a, you know, something like that. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think you, I think I agree. And I think, like, just if you watch the movie, the message is, overwhelmingly positive about the people that are the quote-unquote freaks. It's the people that are, are not the freaks that are really the, the bad guys, the monsters. You know what I mean? It, for, the, for those people, it was all about like taking care of each other. And mm -hmm. they weren't even like against the, the normies. They, they wanted <laughs> to accept them, and they were like lashed mm -hmm. out at because they tried to accept them. Like, yeah. So, like I said, very good movie for 1932. Like, pretty good message even if it was made today mm -hmm. so yeah like and i don't know i it is listed as a horror movie and i do think that those last few scenes definitely put it there but i don't know if horror movie overall but i still think it's a pretty good halloween movie every time i've watched yeah. it, it's been around this time of year so well also like so go back to context like 1930s right so like that last couple scenes is the pivotal climactic what makes the movie like a whoa so, like, if you were to take that away, and that's what right. makes the thing is, like, that's that shock and awe. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I haven't watched that many movies from, like, so, like, yes, I could see that having to be, like, there are some older, like, suspense movies and stuff like that, like, story. And until, like, the last, like, 15, 20 minutes of it, 
nothing that like PG thirteen violence or whatever happens. It's that last like I think um, some of the Hitchcock stuff I think is like that where like you wouldn't feel that until like at the end or that maybe there's a little like it's like there's a little nervous tension and then all of a sudden like you know the last five minutes is when you find out oh this guy killed his wife um (laughs) yeah i think psycho's like that i've never actually sat down and watched psycho but um i'm pretty sure it's like that where most of the movie it's not as much about the violence Mm -hmm. until the very end but again i i should i really that's on my been on my list forever I can find it somewhere streaming, and we'll watch Psycho for one of these episodes for Halloween. Plus, that brings up to uh, watch it. Mm-hmm. Plus, that brings up the other point where I can't do this. Like, my one friend is a movie buff, and like we have this whole. Dis- There's a distinction in genre between a thriller movie and a horror movie now, right. and I still don't understand the two. <laughs> Right. Um, I think I understand it. Like when I see it, I like I know that there's a distinction. But yeah, you're right. A lot of times that like a lot of times what they'll do is because they don't want to give horror movies credit for being good, mm. they'll they'll brand it a thriller. Like Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie, but you don't call it that because it's a, an Academy Award winning movie. It's a thriller. I think or, that's a very good example mm-hmm. of how it can sometimes work. Or, like, there was a point where the horror, like, people assume that there's, like, gore and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, no, there's movies that are scary that, like, you know, have undead things, but you don't see stuff. So, I don't know. I think it was also kind of like a, not a knockoff, but, like, yeah, there's there's thrillers that do that. But, like, and I think that was one of the things that, like, as time went on, they made more focus of, like, you know, the what makes horror horror is like more blood, more gore, more violence. I'm like, yeah, but then there's other movies that aren't like, cause even too, that's one of the things that now is like, there's some, the combined of that where the one you showed me a movie on Netflix was awesome, but it was like, it kind of made more of like a horror comedy. Like it's a, another blending of stuff. Like where it's like they're gore, but it doesn't, isn't necessarily scary. Cause like, I remember the whole thing of like argue with like doom and I'm like, doom is a sci-fi film. Like, I don't see it as a horror movie. Like the same thing too. Like Resident Evil, I don't necessarily see as a as a as a specific horror movie. It's about zombies and undead, but like right. you're, it's not made of them. It's like the characters trying to figure out how to escape and like live in, in that society. So right. it's not the same way as you know people are trying to survive and not die in like a you know a horrible horrible way. I'm like I don't. So, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff like that now. Um, but I think that goes back to the whole same thing, too, is, like, I can't find an example. But, like, yeah, so, like, now I could see someone going back and saying, you know, for its time it was a horror movie. But, like, this would be one of the ones that would be, like, a thriller suspense. Like, you know, because there, there's, a, there's a couple of modern movies that are, like, I can't remember. It's awful. It's a terrible movie. But, like, it's kind of like this where it starts where, like, you know a little bit about the ending, but you don't know, like, what happened. Right. It's one of those things where like the whole like thing is like a guy was trying to get into a gang or something, but it was all like a, a an experiment or something. I forget what the I'm going to like completely butcher it. But the whole idea of it is like it's an awful movie. And I can't remember that much about it, but <laughs> I remember that like it was like revered because the whole like story was like, oh, you know, la la la. It's just a little bit of there. And then like the last like five or ten minutes is like like they show and like, like because the gang found out that it was like they he was deceiving them that like he got like dismembered and stuff like that, and then um, 
like it's that climactic point where it's just like that full shock and awe and because of that like violent twist they're like oh that's a horror movie I'm like no <laughs> so i don't know so but yeah it's definitely in the right and i put that whole thing anything that because there's movies now too that like they aren't really about that like um it's even like comedy like there's stuff where like there's movies that don't make you scared but they just put you on edge like creep right like they just make you feel super tense and awkward and that kind of fits in that realm but it's not like a traditional horror movie right i also want to point out because like again these were just real circus performers that they got for this movie the acting of the the performers was really good not just fans but i love like because i haven't seen this in a while i love the turn of after the wedding feast how every one of those characters becomes very um what's like very not sinister but they they look very intense mm-hmm. and like yeah and it's a complete 180 from the rest of the movie where you see them joking around and happy and mm-hmm. you know just yeah it was just i just really wanted to point out that's that really good acting from people that generally weren't really actors so oh and i'm like because that was the thing you pointed out but i'm like i like felt that too was like the one guy when he had the stiletto and when he, when he pulled out that knife, I was like, I, like that just felt like he was a gangster. Like there was nothing specific, but I can't tell you like that moment just like fit is like, Oh, we're going to go, you know, like our boss just got knifed by the you know rival gang. And I'm like, none of that happened, but like that portrayal was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Um, so we're going to have more Halloween stuff. I'm just going to, at the end of every episode, I'm going to pl- uh, plug stuff that I know we've already done. So on October fifteenth, uh, if it's not already past that time, you could uh, watch "They Live with Us." That was awesome. And at some point in October, you could also watch the first ever Treehouse Four. I know that we've recorded these, and I know they'll be released. So, um, yeah, at least that'll be out there. If not, there'll be more stuff because, well, I'm planning on doing more stuff. I just don't know what it is yet. More stuff is <laughs> better. Yeah, so just hope everybody's enjoying their spooky, chaos-filled October, and we'll get more stuff to you as we decide what we want to (laughs) watch. Have a good night, everybody. Stay crazy out there.